Welcome to the 10 Minute Life Lesson Podcast. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. When this timer hits 9 minutes and 55 seconds in this recording, you'll have a fully developed life lesson that you can take with you and begin immediately implementing. The podcast falls under the umbrella of my greater personal development efforts, all under the Your Better You brand. For information on accountability coaching or to gain access to tools, tricks, or life hacks, visit yourbetteryou.info. Thank you for joining me on the journey today. Now, here is this week's life lesson. One of the problems I have when I go on vacation is what to do with the free time when it's no longer free time. Not what to do with the free time at this point in time now that it's free, but what to do with it when I get back to something close to normal, something close to routine, and something close to what I would actually do on a normal basis. What I'm looking at from a vacation standpoint is time where I'm not doing my normal routine, and my time is essentially always taken up with something. Even if it's a free moment in the general moment, that's basically just a pause between one action and another action. When I'm on vacation, when I'm away from my routine, when I cannot do the stuff that I'm supposed to be, or I say supposed to be doing, that I'm normally doing, then it's a free-for-all of times and things to do that will eventually be retaken over by my normal activities. So sure, I can go for an extra hike, and sure, I can get a run in, and sure, I can visit some different places and do different routine things, but eventually, you go back to your routine, because your routine is what essentially pays you what you your nine to five job 40 hour week job is what's paying your bills so anything that's not falling in line with that is getting in the way of the normal stuff going on the time you need to get for back and forth for whatever activity you need to get your kids to is something that you've already put into so that's something that becomes a part of your routine that you understand everything else around that gets to be squirrely even trying to find time to eat and sleep becomes an issue since i've stopped working full time i've had a different problem with my time I've had plenty of free time to do plenty of things going on out there. But as I said, I'm not working full time. So that normally 16 to sometimes 70 hours a week, I was actually doing work, providing something, even though it was over the time, a lot of what I should be doing all that time led to a paycheck. I could easily say what my time was worth because my time was worth so much actual money and paid for so many things. It paid the bills. It paid for the kid to do her activities. It paid to take my wife out to do things at times. It took care of stuff, even if it was more than enough work for the amount of effort it was giving me back or more effort I was putting in for the amount of cash it was getting back, essentially. So now, as I look at my day as large swaths of free time, as opposed to large swaths of things to do, one of the things that I see that becomes an issue is how am I going to pay my bills? And how was this large swath of time worth whatever is going to be happening inside of it? I can spend time on my writing. I can spend time on business work. I can spend time watching Netflix. What is the value of that time? And sometimes when you're working on things for yourself and working on projects, you'll put a lot of effort into an issue or something, making something happen and find out that the Netflix, because it was already paid for for the month, the time spent watching it would be more productive than the time putting into a brand new project, especially one that definitely blows up in your face and the effort put into it and sometimes the resources for it don't merit the actual effort coming back to it, i.e. it doesn't make any money or even bring any enjoyment on the back end. As you can see, my relationship with time is extremely complicated, extremely odd, if you will, and hopefully yours is not quite as weird as mine. But if it is, or if it seems like it's getting there, 
Hopefully this will help you figure that out quickly and stop whatever pain I've gone through. You can learn from my examples of me being bad with the time quandrum uh, that, that you are having right now. So if you're worried about the value of time because you're looking at trying to work on your personal development, but trying to figure out how you're going to make the time to do it, especially since it's a trade-off, time is always a trade-off, you have to start with a real serious mindset change. And the mindset change is basically where your mind is and where your mind and your body and your future wants to go. And maybe you not get there. That's one thing we always drop in these things that sometimes the thing you want to do, it's not going to work. So backup plans and preparing for failure is not a problem. But you have to make an effort to do something to succeed to actually fail. Sitting on the couch and choosing not to go for a run because you don't want to fail at running the marathon is not saving yourself from failure. It's essentially a whole nother different failure whatsoever. Or technically, it's actually success in not doing anything. So first, you have to figure out where it is you're trying to go, what it is you're trying to do, and what you want to be when this whole thing is done, where you want to find yourself at. We'll use the exercise analogy because it's easy to see. So if you want to get in better shape, if you want to run a certain amount of time, maybe you want to be in the CrossFit games, do all sorts of silly, weird things at once. Uh, if that's where you want to be, you have to see yourself at that end or see yourself doing that stuff. And if you can't see yourself doing that stuff, then number one, you need to change that mindset and see yourself the, at least moving towards that. Even if you can't see the, the very end, the very precipice of the wind. But once you get that picture in your mind of where you're going, then it's a matter of figuring out how much time it actually takes to get there and how much time is worth based on other things. Let's say it's the mythical six pack abs. Cause most people will not have a chance to get six-pack abs so they can get very very good abs and very very good body composition based on how they're working out but let's say it's six-pack abs and six-pack abs requires a lot of working out it does take a lot of working out a lot of making sure you're taking care of yourself physically otherwise beyond just the working out part and a lot of very strict diet restrictions eating a lot of things that help your body metabolize things and not gain those little pockets of fat here or there because for most people, a little bit of padding isn't a problem. But if you're looking for six-pack abs, that means your entire body, your entire body has to be in perfect condition. So if the time for making six-pack abs means meal prep and not stopping at various places for lunch and dinner because the friends are doing it, or hitting the gym at various times consistently, maybe not excessively, but at least consistently, and you can't figure out how to do that, you have to figure out what's going on in your life that's taking up that time that's worth less than what you're doing. Because obviously, if nothing in your life is worth less than picking up those new habits, then those new habits are going to go to the wayside. Now, if you're not looking for six-pack abs and you're just looking to get in better shape because your health is asking, crying, screaming at you to do something, then pretty much anything out there that isn't paying a bill is something that is worth less than that time you can put into the gym. So you can figure out on your own which ones are worth swapping out and which ones are worth keeping in some sort of general lifestyle, but that's going to be on you. So after you figure out the vision of where you want to be in this, this growth, after you figure out timing out what things are actually worth more than the other things, the third part is making sure that people really do understand that the time you're spending on these things is worth it. I produce a lot of media and a lot of it audio wise, like these podcasts. And people just think if I've got a spare 
hour. I can sit there and talk into the microphone for an hour and bam, I've got things going. And in theory, it works that way. If I have a spare hour, I can work on a few pieces, but I can't work on an hour worth of talking. I can basically work on maybe 20 at the best, 30 minutes worth of talking or doing a lot of short things. Give me an hour, I can knock off plenty of my very small things, a lot of my very small podcasts and do a lot of them to full completion. Give me a full hour and then I won't have enough time to get done a hour-long thing because it takes longer than an hour to record this, believe it or not. This 10-minute piece to this podcast is going to take about 15 minutes just to record. So think about the time in hand that you have and make sure you explain to people how that time translates to real time because what's going to happen is the time you have to evaluate and take from your own things is going to come out of the change of other people's time as well. So they'll have to understand it's important. A few years ago, I read an article from a writer, TV writer, who basically said once his child turned 10 years old, it was easier to explain to him and to his mother that on Monday nights, he goes to the gym. Nothing stops that because it makes daddy much, much better person to be with once he got his big workout in. It made him much nicer to deal with at work and at home, and it set the tone for the entire week for getting things done. So it's very simple when you're looking at your time and its worth. Number one, if you say you want to do something big and you're trying to figure out how to make it work out, look at yourself with the picture of you achieving that thing. Figure out how to get that image in your head. The second is to actually weigh the time that it will take or you think it will take to get to there versus the time that you're, I'll say, wasting on other things or maybe there are actually important things being done. And finally, you have to negotiate that time with yourself and with others because other people will figure out that you're taking time from their stuff as well. Time is a funny thing, and the weight of time and the worth of time is a funny thing that you'll have to understand, and you won't know how hard it is to actually comprehend this thing until you try to weigh out your time. So thank you for joining again for this week's podcast. This one was kind of a weird one to do because I didn't really time it out as well as I thought it would. And believe it or not, trying to knock this one off in nine minutes and 30 seconds, giving myself an extra 30 seconds made it hard. If it was nine minutes, I probably could have did a little better job of it. So hopefully it was not quite as choppy, was not quite as odd as it sounded in my head or looked at while I was fixing this thing up. Uh, as we said, we've been doing some experimenting with some things and trying to work on the mobile action so I can get more of these things done. This week, we're back to the studio action, or the makeshift studio action. So hopefully, it will sound a lot clearer, a lot nicer. And one thing I notice, I do actually perform much better when I'm looking at a microphone instead of having one hanging on my lapel. So that does add a lot to it. Maybe I just need to plug a microphone to plug and stick in my face when I do it from the mobile recording. That being said, you know what this is all about, or hopefully, if you're brand new, you don't know. So let me explain all of it right here. The first part of the podcast up to the 10-minute mark was the 10-minute life lesson. And if you're listening to this part, this is all the gobbledygook, yabba, yabba, yabba stuff that um, is the salesy stuff at the end, as I call it. So thank you for listening to the podcast, listening this far, getting the 10-minute lesson in. And hopefully, it's something that you are ready to implement as soon as we're done here. I also have a sister podcast to this podcast. It is even quicker, 90 seconds, just that. It's called Steps to Your Better You, 
And both Steps Your Better You and 10-Minute Life Lesson are found at yourbetteryou.info. If you didn't find us via the website, go to yourbetteryou.info and you'll find links to find us on your podcatchers and other episodes right there, then and there. Also, articles on how to improve yourself, how we get a better you, and links to figure out how we can connect so that I can help you be the better you. Whether you just need something simple as accountability coaching, somebody to go over literally a checklist of seeing if you did some stuff. You need someone to go deeper into your systems and make sure that you're doing the right systems going on. Or you want to join in one of our cohorts. Every so often we get enough people and make a cohort of people coaching ourselves. And this is one where I'm in the coaching group being coached by you as well as you being coached by me and everyone else. It's a group effort. Check out the website, yourbetteryou.info for information on how we can connect and make those things happen. Email the podcast, the show, Your Better You, directly at yourbetteryouinfo at gmail.com and email me at jcluvenpayne at gmail.com and check out my other website, my main website about me, jcluvenpayne.net for all randomish things about me. This has been a great thing to do. I say has been. It's not like we're ending it. But doing this is a great thing and it happens because people like you keep listening to podcasts like this. So share it with other like-minded people who are looking to improve whatever they have going on and subscribe yourself. Run all the podcatchers that you're on to. Pretty much all the big ones are there. If we're not there, uh, let us know so we can figure out how to make that happen. Biggest thing is to be here next week. Continue to stick with us. Give us feedback. Let us know what we can do to make this whole thing a little bit better each week. And then just be back each week for another great episode. In Ten minutes time. Nine and a half minutes to be actuality. The 10-Minute Life Lesson Podcast brought to you by yourbetteryou.info.